From Nevada Public Radio, I'm Joe Shane, I'm in the state of Nevada. This is the opening sentence in a recent story in the Salt Lake Tribune. The overarching drive of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints to keep the size and scope of its wealth hidden at all cost is now going to cost it. And that stems from a recent settlement with the Securities and Exchange Commission. The Utah-based church and its investment arm, Ensign Peak Advisors, will pay $5 million in penalties for failing to properly disclose past stock holdings. In addition, the settlement says the church went to, quote, great lengths to deliberately obscure its investment portfolio. Reports have said the church, which is estimated to be one of the richest in the world, hid some $38 billion in investments in a variety of shell corporations. So what does that revelation mean for the church? What's it mean to the nearly 200,000 members of the church who live in Nevada? Or beyond the relatively small fine that the church and its investment arm will pay, will it mean anything? Tony Semerod has been covering the story for the Salt Lake Tribune. Tony, welcome to State of Nevada. My pleasure. So, Tony, you recently wrote a story for the paper entitled How and Why the LDS Church Hid Its Investments. Feds say it cloned a dozen stories. What does that mean? Well, um, so essentially over the course of, um, you know, a number of years, the the church, at least according to the Securities and Exchange Commission, sought to hide um, its investments in a series of public equities, as you mentioned, about $38 billion worth. Uh, eventually, in in a in a series of companies um, that that sort of allowed it to um, obscure its own ownership and direction of those investments over the course of those years, it created as many as thirteen of these limited liability corporations, according to the SEC, and and used those LLCs then to report um, its investments while sort of keeping its uh, it, its hand in guiding those investments hidden. It, it's an amazing story. Um, you also reported that the church said last week that Ensign Peak Advisors, its investment arm, quote, received and relied upon legal counsel regarding how to comply with its reporting obligations while attempting to, main, while attempting to maintain the privacy of the portfolio. So are, are they saying essentially it's not our fault? We got bad legal advice? Well, uh, that does appear to be a major takeaway of the of the church's statement. They're, they also kind of reaffirm their commitment to comply with the law in a in a kind of a a passive way, acknowledge and regret mistakes made. Um, but yeah, they 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 do a, appear to be attributing this to legal counsel, while the SEC documents make clear that a lot of these moves required approval of senior church leadership and even the first presidency at some stages. Yeah. You know, you also wrote that the church was, quote, concerned that disclosure of the assets in Ensign Peak, a known church affiliate, would lead to negative consequences in light of the size of the church's portfolio. What what sort of negative consequences might they have feared, aside from the SEC? Well, in in separate um, reporting related to the church's financial assets, um, there was a a pretty crucial interview with the Wall Street Journal given by the managing director of Ensign Peak Advisors, again, which is this sort of arm of the church uh, that handles its investments. And and they, uh, he hinted at this concern that if 
the size of the church's holdings got out that this might somehow deter members from from tithing and as as we know de devout members of the church of latter uh, church of jesus christ of latter-day saints you know uh, dedicate a, a portion of their income to the church each year and so th there seems to be lots of motives for this urgency of privacy with the portfolio but that's one of them that there would have been the, the sort of negative effect on tithing somehow uh, and again, we are talking about this SEC fine against the the LDS Church. And if and we did get an email, and this is from Anonymous in Green Valley, who wrote, "I'm a former member of the church, and hearing about all this is really distressing. Tithing is tied to worthiness, and I always trusted trusted the church was using my money for the right purposes. I made a lot of sacrifices to pay my tithing." When I was younger, I would pay tithing before I paid college tuition, and that set me back financially. My parents actually had to pay back tithing so they would be considered worthy enough to attend my temple wedding. I volunteered countless unpaid hours in several roles in the church. I know this is the case for several current active members, and I hope the church moves forward in transparency. And Tony Semerod, again, reporter at the Salt Lake Tribune, have you been hearing from members? I mean, I'm kind of wondering, um, your email's out there, and you guys get letters and emails and texts. What are people saying to you? Uh, you know, we are hearing uh, concern from, from Latter-day Saints uh, uh, about this. Uh, you know, we're also hearing, um, you know, support um, uh, um, for the church. An important point uh, to parse here is that uh, the, the church maintains that these are um, excess revenues from tithing, that this money isn't actually tithing itself. You know, any large amount of money even kept in a regular bank account is going to generate some return. And and the, the, the church's insistence is that this these are excess reserves. They even call it a kind of a rainy day fund. And that the sort of sacred nature of tithing itself is not um, at, at stake here, that those those funds are being kind of managed differently, but but absolutely, um, we are we are hearing concern from members, and 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 you're seeing it on social media. Yeah, I'm talking again with Salt Lake Tribune newspaper reporter Tony Semerod, who's been writing about the recent church scandal involving the hiding of billions of dollars in investments from the SEC by the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints. Now, uh, the SEC has charged the church with failing to disclose its relationship to these 13 limited liability companies, these shell companies. I wonder if there could be more than the $5 million fine that was leveled against the church and its financial arm. I mean, is more coming? Uh, well, that's an interesting question. Um, this is uh, one of those sort of uh, enforcement actions where the charges against uh, the church have been sort of announced at the exact same time as the settlement is entered into the record. And the church's statements are characterizing this matter as being closed. Do they consider it uh, closed at this point? There isn't any evidence of any additional action by the SEC. And 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 to be clear, the, the church is on the hook for a million dollars of those $5 million fines. Right. And then Ensign Peak has to pay uh, uh, four, uh, $4 million. Um, we're not hearing any sort of a, a you know kind of additional um, a, a action in this regard, but but I, I think that's an open question at this point. See, if this money, as you said, the church, as the church has been saying, is sort of separate from the amounts that they collect in tithing, this is sort of a rainy day fund. Why were they so afraid of re transparency, of, of revealing what it was and how much it was? 
You know, we've we've essentially got uh, uh, you know some some data points that let us speculate um, about this. There is this sort of overarching sense that there was a need for privacy in terms of how they they handle these funds. There are there are a number of strands at play right now in terms of the church finances, and we have indications in in other settings that some of this has to do with the. The, the sacred nature of of tithing itself um th there there is a sort of a sense in 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 church leadership that those are deeply private m matters of of sort of spiritual faith and and that's a, a reason why they prefer not to 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 you know to, for them to be public i i think there's also and and the sec order kind of makes this clear there was also kind of alarm about how the size of the portfolio might be interpreted by by some people and and again of of these various strands we have a, a whistleblower document that's filed with the IRS and with the Senate Finance Committee uh that that stakes this fund being as high at one point as 100 billion or 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 more mm -hmm. and so i think that there was concern that the magnitude of of, of the fund would also uh, uh, alarm some some members but i think the exact you know, kind of motive in all of this is is still unclear. We we don't know from from the church's own statement and from sort of additional reporting we've done exactly kind of what motivated this. If they had thirty eight billion dollars hidden, maybe as much as a hundred billion dollars, does anybody know even estimate the exact or the estimated worth of the church? You, you read online that it might be the the wealthiest church in the world. Well, that's a, that's another interesting point, and we have to keep in mind that the assets we're talking about here are the assets in this individual fund. These are the publicly traded equities and mutual funds and bonds and that sort of thing. The church has vast land holdings, um, um, which you know, only part of which have been sort of uh, you know publicly documented. But but uh, you know we we've had we've had recent reporting on. Um, them being one of the largest landowners among the top 10 in the United States right now and, and uh, you know, significant business holdings um, as, as well. So I, I and, and, and that's domestically, if you uh, substantial holdings um, abroad as well. And, and, and um, we still don't have our arms around the exact kind of magnitude, but but all of that points to them. Yes, indeed, being one of the wealthiest institutions um, out there right now. You know, at the same time, the church and its financial arm were able to do this for many years. So I wonder what it really says about the scrutiny that the SEC has over any large corporate power or or a church, which isn't, of course, subjected to taxes. Well, I think that's a pretty profound uh, point. And, and if you read the SEC order, they were kind of essentially alerted to this by the activities of a, a, a partly of uh, the activities of a private kind of nonprofit that had been digging into the church's finances. And they they did a story about these, you know, purporting to track these LLCs back to a roster of church employees kind of in the June of 2019 window. And and that's, uh, you know, that that's essentially when the SEC kind of got interested and involved in all of this. So I'm not sure what this says about um SEC scrutiny of inst large institutions like that, but but that is notable to me. Uh, you know, Tony, I, I don't know how church leaders feel about you. I mean, you write about them, and, and that's never a position where the people you write about really, I guess, like you. But you might have sources uh, 
in the leadership there. And I kind of wonder if, if you do, if they expressed any moral or, or ethical misgivings about, about what's happened. Well, that's interesting. The, the, the SEC order mentions this particular juncture um, where some of the business managers of these LLCs kind of started to understand uh, what was going on and, and resigned over the, 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 the implication mm. of what they, what they were asked to do. There was a, there are a couple of junctures where the church's own audit department independent of Ensign Peak kind of looked into this and said, Hey, you know, the SEC might not agree with your, your approach. And, and, and so, I mean, there, there, there is ample evidence, um, you know, that, that there are, that there are church members out there that are, that are kind of, you know, kind of looking at this with an idea of kind of a, a transparency and, and in, in, independent review um, but I, I, you know, I really haven't gotten any, any strict, you know, strong signals from, from church, you know, leadership or, you know, such as my sources are um, as, as to how they're, they're viewing this, this morally. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, you know, I don't, I don't have any indication of that. Yeah. You mentioned this church's vast wealth, uh, largest landowner, landowner estimated to be in the United States. Does something like this really impact the church in the long run or or is this a blip on the screen what's your impression well i you know the the actual financial magnitude of these fines the 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 5 million i think is you know is is a, a relatively small amount in 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 the scheme of things i've 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 wondered if the sec couldn't have fined them a dollar and yet still made all of this public and and if the <laughs> you know there wouldn't have, wouldn't have been a, a sort of a a penalty in some sense of this, of this, uh, you know, kind of, kind of being made public, but yeah, the, 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 the 5 million is, is, I mean, those are big, big numbers to you and I, of course, but, right. but in, in, in the scheme of the portfolio, that's a, I, I think I calculated that at, at, at less than a fraction of 1% of what they, what they own. So monetarily, maybe not, but what about uh, reputationally or, or to church members? Uh, you know, again, to, to the extent that you can gauge social media content beyond the individual experience, right? I, we, mm-hmm. we are uh, a lot of concern among members. And, uh, you know, you have to remember the context here that since about 2019, when this whistleblower complaint came out, there has been, a, you know, a whole bunch of additional scrutiny as on the church's finances that that $100 billion figure has has resonated with a lot of people. Um, and, and you, you know, um, it, 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 Latter-day Saints are nothing if not vocal um, in, in, in some ways when it comes to matters of the church like that, especially on social media and, and that sort of blogosphere. And we are seeing we are seeing a lot of, you know, concern raised um, there in this regard. OK. Tony Semrod is a reporter for the Salt Lake Tribune newspaper. Tony, thank you so much. Hey, thank you.